Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Good House 1968. This is Brother White speaking. What I do is minister the ministries about good, good actions, from the Tanakh, the Hebrew Bible. I'm going to open with a word of prayer. You guys got to excuse me because I'm a little tired. Good, I petition that even in our tithes state, we're still able to serve you correctly and to do your will correctly without stumbling or falling. I pray that you direct our steps so that we do not stumble and that we never stumble. I pray, good, that you strengthen us up beyond foolish thoughts and ignorant thoughts about what the Father knows and what the fa- and, and dealings with the Father or the devil's so-called dealings with the Father. Because remember, and we shall always remember, that you alone, God, judges each character, each individual, each being by his own sins or by his own ways. Shalom, amen, amen, shalom, in the name of Yeshua, your son. Good does not put beings to shame because someone else won a battle over a gamble. The instance I'm taking of is this. You gamble with someone that always honored their word. You gamble with uh, him and you win. And what people think is things like this. If you caught the creator up by his tongue, first of all, you're not going to catch him up by his tongue because that's a lie alert mechanism. There's a lie alert mechanism or that is a lie alert mechanism where the creator is signaled off to he knows all things so this would signal off to him what what approached him if you were were able to say get him to do a bidding for you or favor anything so good does not allow us to to be dead in by himself because of someone else someone else is winning a gamble with them or a gamble amongst the brothers and sisters because it applies the same. What goes on with good applies the same because in Yeshua, Yeshua was good and his ways were made known to mankind, the Gentiles, and to all. So what we want to do is stay on the correct path and don't drive ourselves delirious Thinking about or that you are suffering so badly and being done in so badly and poorly because of what your ancestors did. There's no truth in that. Good judges by their own free will. Now, one instance, I mean, their own, he just judges us by our own individual ways. Excuse me. Now, there's an incident of where. The Israelites did so much wickedness to him that it it caused him to anger greatly. And he said instead of doing them, they would die off, or rather he would kill them off, and he would take it out upon their children. But he actually didn't, and he actually gave their children salvation and deliverance. Because the children entered into the promised land, whereas the adults or parents did not. 
So we have to remember this. And he actually didn't touch them, but only by their own accord to, to do to do ungood things, wrong things, bad, unrighteous things. When they did that, he remembered what he said and remembered their forefathers. Good treasures the life of of individual beings. Now, this treasuring of life normally reflects those who dwell on the good side, but he also treasures the life of those who dwell on the left or the wicked side because he gives them an opportunity to change their ways from wicked, evil actions to good actions. Not fearing wickedness or evil, Either way you say it, any direction, any way they apply it, or it happens. He gave us the life to make our own decisions. Our life not to go astray and do things until you're caught, saying, I can do what I want. Because good only, he only lets out good. And... He loves them. He loves the wicked as well as the righteous in his own way. But he doesn't love what we do or sin or death. It makes him sick on the gut, even though we don't know if God has a gut or not. But according to image and likeness, we are supposed to be. So that's a phrase or parable that I use. Good listens to us because he has love in his heart for life. Good loves life so much and treasures life so much that he gave all creation lives and he gave within creation protectors lives and he loved life so much that even though your forefathers screwed over him by stealing from a weapon of the tree of knowledge, good and evil, a weapon of mass spiritual destruction. And they stole it from them, and they became ripe in the knowledge. So mankind is ripe in some knowledge because the original knowledge has been taken away from them in Nimrod days. But as of now, man is, he's far away from, if I, he's, excuse me, he's far away from ripe knowledge. Okay, if I said he was right with right knowledge, he, it's not now because it's been so many ages, decades, and centuries have passed by that the sin has overcome mankind and the animals and suppressed us and driven us all away from whatever protection our ancestors had. We no longer have the confidence of them except and only through Josiah or Yeshua or Jesus Christ because all three are the names he's been called. Like absorbing, like an absorb. 
like the absorbing father, is... So what I'm trying to say is the father is like an absorbing sponge. The sponge sponge draws in fluids or uh, liquid, but yet the creator is like that in in the the way he is. He, He draws in lies as well as righteousness or people doing righteousness, the truth. But yet the lies, he's like a sponge because when he draws it in, he relaxes off. It causes an effect. So just as we squeeze that sponge out in the sink, toilet, or bathtub, the creator, the creator speaks out punishment or justice. The creator gives justice to those who do not attempt to sabotage the ministries, go after his followers or Bible students. Do creator is merciful to us all, regardless of what things happen or occur. And the creator keeps us spoken silent when we're supposed to be spoken silent. We may think that those are part of sin, getting old or demonic holds or things like that. But yet remember, the creator holds his own silent in times of distress or urgency. Even though you may not know it's a time of distress or urgency, and it may, it may not have occurred to you yet, but the creator knows. Good. We should become like a sponge absorbing good action from good or God. We as the people should, should become Seekers of good, absorbing every good and righteous and clean and holy and purified thing. And we should become good at this and not straying off to the left nor to the right, even in confusion. If you don't know, ask somebody or study, open your road map, which is the Bible or Tana. So you need to, you need to change and you need to, by in order for you to change, you need to read the scriptures on a day-to-day basis. Just as you seek for riches, read the scriptures as if you were seeking for riches, as the same. Even if if you know all the, even if you knew the whole Bible, you still read it every every day, and let it be a comforter to you and not a destroyer. And do not let sickness or fear of death harm you or interfere with you uh, taking in knowledge or absorbing knowledge from, well, if you want to know, the people in the world, as we call them, worldly people. The people in the world even have the truth, and if you ask them, they would tell you the truth. It's not necessary that everybody's going to tell you the truth, but at least ask and show them the Bible that you're studying from. They can be of great benefit. Or talk to a minister or someone. Pray. As salt, we should keep the salt tasty or action appealable to good.
not like committing adultery by betraying the trust. So assault, if you take assault, what do we use salt for? We season our food with salt. And if salt lost its taste or tastiness, would you want a craving? So if you lost the tastiness in good or God, if you don't have anything in in there that you absorb, and everything that comes out is going to be a reflection of that, or it's going to be what you reap, what you sowed or spit out. So if you want to do something positive when you absorb the knowledge, Get that knowledge to keep getting you to a, a point where even if you strayed off, it would bring you back like a fish on a line, a fish on a hook. Marrying another, trust in This right here, what I'm talking about now, marrying another. The thing is, how can we marry? How can we marry another person? Well, you go to court and you, uh, or you go downtown to uh, city hall, and you get them to drop a marriage certificate, and they marry you. But the thing is, we marry the creator in a symbolic sense, in that. We, when we come to him and we start serving him and doing righteousness and being trustworthy, we have married him and, and, and gaining everlasting life by gaining that and not the eternal damnation everlasting life. We have to draw to him as if it were a husband and wife, if it were a husband and wife situation. And we draw that way because it's, it's not love, because even if the creator didn't do anything for you but gave you life, he still doesn't have to take care of you. And you know, no party of that should, should love the other for what they got. So back at marriage, when we do what the creator, when we do what the creator, when we do what the creator says, we have joined ourselves not in a ruach hakadesh or holy. Uh, we have joined ourselves in, in a holy matrimony, in the sense that we are delivering, not the enemies. But we, as Bible students, are delivering the word out, and we sacrifice our own lives for our mate, just as a husband or wife would do for each other. And, well, that's it, because I've run out of time, folks. So I'm going to say a prayer and be leaving you. Good, I petition you, strengthen us up. Give us insight, the ability to speak clearly, because I notice I've started slurring myself sometimes, 
And I pray that you undo it because I know it is destructive course because by Satan running wild like a lion, drowning anything that gets or got in his path. I pray, good, that you undo the, the clings on our toes, our mind, our legs, our arms, and different parts like that, and give us a new beginning in only your way. And let us, uh, pe- let us be humble while the enemy humiliates us and not go after the enemy in rage. And let our parts and bodies be the same. For as long as we are not attacked in God's or good's way, then we should let things go as they're going, just walk away, except the humbleness and humility. I pray it be able to give us the strength to be able to do so. I pray this in the name of Yeshua, Yeshua, Shalom, Amen, Amen, Shalom. <laughs> 